Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, gotta emphasize the free. That's right, because. Not only do they do whatever they want, put out whatever they want, no constraints. No. It also doesn't cost you anything to listen to Mm-mm. us. Um, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noel Deneen. Come together once a week over a single topic and bring with us a satchel full of ideas. Yes. On how to get rich quickly on said topic. That's right. We are no one-size-fits-all money-making scheme. Mm-mm. We are no, uh, hey, I got this one idea. I'm going to drive it into the ground, Mm-mm. try to make as much money as I can off of it. We're not salesmen. We're not flipping houses. No. We're better than that. Yeah. We're thinking outside of the boxers. <laughs> And I'm not talking about your shorts, Noel Deneen. Really? I think you are. <laughs> you don't wear boxers. I don't. Well, I have boxer briefs. No, you're a tidy whitey guy. I'm a boxer brief guy. You're a tidy whitey guy. I, I think I know what. Underwear. Until the invention of boxer briefs, uh-huh. which is a relatively recent invention in the grand scheme of underpants, mm-hmm. you were a tidy whitey guy. No. When it was just boxers or briefs, you were all about the briefs. No. I don't believe that. For I was a all about the boxers. I don't believe that for a second. Okay, I used to pride myself in having crazy boxers. Oh, yeah, you couldn't <laughs> <laughs> like bananas on them, like whatever on them. Yeah, unicorn bananas. on the cock. You know what I used to get a lot of is what? I would buy uh, <clears throat> holiday boxers uh-huh. on sale right after the holiday mm-hmm. and then wear them so i had all around. sorts of like christmas boxers uh-huh. and like halloween boxers and you just always been a bachelor <laughs> even when you were with someone <laughs> no, that was when i was younger yeah even when you were with a woman living with women you were still basically a bachelor <laughs> <laughs> why do you have so many ho- why do you have so many holiday boxes oh i get them cheap right after the holidays i would I no would, one wants them that's right no one would want them and they'd be uh-huh. cheap mm-hmm. that's a bachelor move right there my friend okay um but anyway it doesn't anyway, matter it doesn't those, those were your novelty panties <laughs> Your day-to-days were Fruit of the Looms. No. Just admit it. Never. Liar. Since I was like a little kid, never. No, I don't believe that for a second. Okay. A pair of boxers Uh can't hold... This this heat? (laughs) (laughs) Can't hold the Uh oranges that you would shove down there Uh to make everyone think you have a big package. Uh, Duct tape them. (laughs) That had to hurt (laughs) with your hairy legs. Um. Anyway, yeah. we digress because what we're talking about, Noel. Yes, it's a financial revolution. 
starting here, starting now, starting tonight. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Come on, Gamal, to Raceway Park. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a financial revolution. That's starting, right. Starting today, That's this right. afternoon. What time do we air regularly on Radio Free Brooklyn? 8 o'clock. P.M.? Yeah. Really? Which right now, it's like <clears throat> 8.03. Wow. We've got to get to uh, 8.58. Yo, so boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, 55 more minutes to kill, That's folks. That's right. Um, but anyway, we don't, we're not like, I'm going to throw out some names of some big YouTube financial stars. Okay. Grant Cardone. All right. We're not him with his 10X system. Ty Lopez. I don't even know what his system is. Uh-huh. He keeps it under wraps. You got to go to one of his fucking uh, 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 go-tos to find out what his system is. We're not uh, Trump University. No. We're, we're not Tony Robbins no. and his upsells. No. Hey, come to my thing and uh, you, you need to bump up to another level. Yeah. His multi-level marketing pyramid scams. Yeah. We're not any of that. We are guys who come up with great ideas. Day after day. Day after day. Yeah. And we say, you know what? We're going to give them to the people because we are of the people. That's right. We're not profiteers. No. We're liberals. We're blue state yeah. New York City urban liberals. Yeah. And we want you to profit. Yeah. And then when you profit. That's right. Trickle that shit down. That's right. Buy us a latte. Well, a little more than that. A million lattes. <laughs> there because you go. after you're rich, after you have made your trillions from our ideas. Part of the deal is you give us 10%. You tithe us. Because we are like a church. We're like a church. Church of money. A church of money revolution. A money revolution. That's right. We are church of entrepreneurship. That's right. We are church of the free market economy. Yep. And as all disciples of any church do... Gotta pay to play, <laughs> but we let you play that's, first. That's gonna be that's gonna be one of our hymns. Yeah, gotta pay to play. That's right. Who are we gonna get to write it for us though? I'll I write it. Oh god, it'd be awesome. Mm. Not so sure about that. Yeah, but give it a go. Gotta pay to play. We expect to hear a ver- we expect to hear it performed next week. Yeah, only with us you don't need to pay to play. You need to play to pay. Oh, right? yeah, that's absolutely right. You got to get in it to win it. <clears throat> so there you go, guys. That's how we do it. In case you, I mean, there was so much other bullshit spewn, sp- spun in through Spewed. there. Spewed. <laughs> spun in through there uh, uh, that it may have gotten the, the, the point of it may have gotten lost. But You'll you know, get it by the end. Go back and listen again. That's right. <laughs> Rewind it and listen again. Or we could repeat it. No, we won't. <laughs> um Anyway. Yeah, we're going to help you pull yourself up by your wallet chain. That's right. Uh, that's what we do. Um, it's been almost a week since I've seen Noah last. Almost. We, we actually yeah. uh, spent some time. We did. Together uh, outside of uh, this that's moment. Right. We went to an we, art opening. We socialized. Yeah. Of uh, uh, our favorite friend and uh, uh, friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend, friend of the of pod. The show, uh, Matthew Fisher. Yeah. In who, town. Arting it up. Arting it up. He had a gallery opening. Yeah. Um, and it's still on uh, 
on display. Yeah. And speaking of galleries, Josh bought, brought his and I brought my gal. Oh, yeah. We double dated. Yeah. We went and uh, went and ate dinner together afterwards, yeah. and uh, we were given just tons of free shit by yeah. the waitress because there was such an obnoxious crowd of uh, people sitting behind That's us. That's right. We all tried to ignore Josh's references about joke swapping. <laughs> uh, you are a retard. No. Um. Anyway, no. Anyway. But it's still been about six days since I've seen you. It has been. The bulk of the work week. Mm-hmm. The bulk of your weekend. A lot of exciting things going on. Yeah. Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, 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 I guess by the time people hear this, mm-hmm. the... Uh, uh, the festival will be over? No, the no, festival goes two on. weekends, right? Oh, so, two weekends, yeah, right. The, the Ecuadorian Film Fest, guys, it is in action, sponsored by Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, and at this point on a Saturday night, you're not going to get to it this week, but next weekend there's more stuff. Get online, look it up. Yeah. It's all over the place. No, I was going to go, uh-huh. but uh, 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 I know... My dog got sick. Yes. Herschel from Herschel underscore the underscore Doxador on Instagram. Yeah, our mascot. Our mascot. Yeah. My child. I'm a paw rent. Um, <laughs> uh, ate something he shouldn't eat and needed to get his stomach pumped out, essentially. Yeah. Had stuff removed from his belly. Uh, and I spent the whole day at the vet's. In and out of a vet emergency room. And it cost me... <clears throat> I need these tithes, by the way, the guys. <laughs> because uh, I can't even tell you how much a vet visit like that is in New York City. I mean, I'm sure it's expensive everywhere. Uh-huh. But, you know, New York City has that extra special oomph. Yeah. That only a couple other cities match. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Noel. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was your week, man? It was pretty good. Um, you know, with the... Uh Halloween holiday coming up, Woo-hoo! which got in my mind because at the opening of the Ecuadorian Film Fest, mm-hmm. they gave uh, Ecuadorian baby bread. <clears throat> what the fuck is Ecuadorian baby bread? It is something they do in, in Ecuador, uh-huh. and it's like a bun that's shaped like a baby, mm-hmm. and it's got like eyes and a mouth is and stuff on it. Is it a bun in the oven? No, it is a bun that's a baby that you take all these red juices. Uh-huh. It's just like a juice of every red fruit there is. Uh-huh. And you rip up the baby and dip it in the blood juice. And it's a what Day the of the fuck? Dead tradition for children there. Really? Yeah, and they had it at the uh, at the opening for the Ecuadorian Film Fest. So Killing I babies. And how was it? Was it delicious? You know what it tasted like? It tasted like a hot cross bun. Yeah, okay. Dipped in... Dipped in juice. Juice. That doesn't sound pleasant. It was it was okay. It was good. I feel like I'd be fine with the bun. Uh-huh. I'd be fine with the juice as separate entities. The dipping it in the juice like just makes everything like wet in an unpleasant way. It did, but it was fine. Whatever. Uh, just, you're just afraid your Ecuadorian friend is going to be listening. They're all at the fest. I, I can say whatever I want about Ecuador right now. They're all at the festival. Yeah, they'll listen at some point. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. You foiled again. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that got me thinking about the Halloweens. Um, <laughs> Halloweens. And I was thinking about costumes in particular. 
Uh huh. What are you going as this year? Uh, I don't, I don't think I'm going as anything. I can think I'm going <clears> to <throat> be going to the festival. Oh really? Yeah. Oh God, why? Uh, because I'm supportive. Um, oh, of the film festival. Yes. Not the. Uh, is that going to be going on on Halloween? When what day is Halloween? Wednesday, I think. No. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just not going to be going out. I. I don't think I'm going out for Halloween. Yeah, I don't. Blame you know, you. If, if it's on the weekend and there's like a party, maybe mm-hmm. I'll go to it. But I'm at an age now where I don't need to like. No matter what, I'm gonna rock out Halloween. Right. You know, I'm. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I'm doing anything this year, but so traditionally though, I love Halloween. I do like Halloween and I live near the parade, so I might just go out and check out the parade for a little bit until I get sick of the crowd and then retreat. Um, but I get sick of the crowd before the crowd even starts. Ah, I just get sick. I get sick of the crowd just in anticipation of the crowd. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I hear you. And they're getting nuts about all the blockades everywhere. Well, you know, they're afraid someone's going to blow shit up. I know, but... Ugh. I know, I know. I'm assuming what they're afraid of is some domestic terrorist is going to, like, fly over dropping pipe bombs on the parade. Well, then no one would be able to run away because of all these barricades. Oh, you make a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so well, there, there you go, yeah. terrorists. Fly overhead. <laughs> this just in hot tip from Josh. Give us our ten percent. Yeah. Oh no, we don't. We don't want none of that. Uh, but so as a kid, I had a couple go tos for uh-huh. costumes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I loved going as Dracula, mm-hmm. and then I discovered the Mummy, where I would take a sheet and shred it into little strips, and just kind of like wrap them around me pretty loose and attach them here and there so as i went they'd slowly fall apart and i'd look like a falling apart mummy oh nice i like that and then uh when i got older i started basically my go-to was get any costume-ish type thing Mm -hmm. and then just cover yourself in blood right right so i had like a priest garb i had you know like a mcdonald's worker Mm -hmm. once i just whatever it was and i just get a bottle of blood and put it all over me uh, and then one year, I was like, I, I couldn't get what I want. I forget what I wanted to get, but I got. Oh, I I wanted to be like master of the birds or something, and I was gonna get all these birds and have <laughs> them all like over me. Like I thing? was. No, it was just a thing I made up, uh-huh. right? Um, and I went trying to find the birds, and I couldn't. So I got a bunch of just little stuffed odies at like a. Dollar store stuffed Odie's like from Garfield and Garfield Odie. Garfield and Odie, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and they had like little, uh, they were like Christmas Odie's that had little antlers on them. Uh huh. And then so I got a few of those, <laughs> and I got a string of like sausages from the butcher, like good salamis, good hard salamis. Uh-huh. And then I just got a T-shirt, and I drew a meat grinder on it. And I had the Odie's coming out of one sleeve and the sausages coming out of the other sleeve. And people loved it. I don't get it. <laughs> it wasn't the best. People lo- people were stopping me on the street and being like, dude, that's a great costume. Were you were you, was it here in the city? Yeah, it was over, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because most of the thing is that that I see. Ninety percent of the costumes that you see in New York on Halloween mm-hmm. 
uh, white guys dressed up in shitty pimp gear. Mm-hmm. Um, kids in whatever their superhero of choice is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, sexy nurse, sexy elf, sexy yeah. whatever kind of whorish thing the woman is dressing up in, the drunk lady's dressed up in on, on a given day. And anything that's actually creative stands out. Yeah. Like that looks like it's some thought has been put into it stands out because, you know, people don't aren't thoughtful. They're not, you know, they're not creative. They just wear the same shit. You want to know my again. lamest costume that was a big hit? Uh, you went as an IT guy. No. Listen to this. So I when when I was doing stuff at the Magnet, they uh they would have a big party every Halloween mm-hmm. because it was uh Armando Diaz's birthday. I don't know who Armando Diaz is. He's the guy who runs the Magnet. Oh, okay. Um and <laughs> I uh I was working and basically right up to it and I was just like I got no time to get a costume or, you know. So I went and I got a fake mustache and I put it on and my costume was I w- if anyone asked me I'd be like a mustache no and they <laughs> loved it <laughs> and that's all it was was that's me ridiculous. with a fake mustache called mustache Noel, and everyone loved it <clears throat> i once uh i'm trying to think i didn't do a lot of like when i was a kid as an adult i didn't do a lot of costumes hmm. i think one year i i went as a horny priest uh-huh and I basically wore like I got, I got some like you know monk's robe uh-huh. thing with the big cross, and I put the bald cap on to yeah. give myself the thing. And then I strapped a big dildo down below, so I had this big erection. And I would just walk up to people and go on your knees and pray. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, I had a great one one year for originality. Uh huh. I had I got like it was basically like a security guard outfit, and I put a badge i made that said like u.s customs internal search division or something like that and uh i had brown makeup that i put on one arm up to the elbow (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny may not get away with that these days people think you're doing black arm (laughs) yeah Um, anyway, no. Anyway. It's fitting that you're telling the story. It is. About your various sexy Halloween costumes. Because today's topic is... Today's topic is sexy blank. It's the go-to costume for half of the people in New York City. (laughs) You know, I'm a sexy nurse. I'm a sexy Uh maid. I'm a sexy garbage can. I'm whatever. Uh, and it's going to be your go-to way to make some money. That's right. So, Noel, yeah. how are we going to get rich with sexy blank? Well, I'll tell you. Right? Do it. Do it. Do it, yo. Uh, so, first, I started thinking, um, what what's something that really could use some sexing up, right? Uh-huh. So, what, what out there could really use the image boost of sexing up? So, I started thinking, what's unsexy right Mm -hmm. you know gassy bloated people that's unsexy Uh 
people, you know, high cholesterol, unsexy, uh-huh. uh, rashes. Someone covered in a rash, not very sexy. No, not at all. Uh, you know, maybe some big tubbo who's Although, always. I will sick. say, I will say uh-huh. that I have overlooked. A solid rash. Sure. If I found someone sexy. Okay. All right. The rashes are the things I feel like you should watch out for, though. Probably. Because they're the ones that are going to spread. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the ones that I'm like, well, if I just don't touch that area. Okay. You know, like this opportunity doesn't come all- along a lot for me. Okay. With someone who looks like this. All right. I probably those boils, <laughs> those hives. Don't hope they don't pop. Are probably a warning sign. Yeah. But if I wrap everything up well enough, yeah, I should be okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. More things that uh, could use a little sexing up. Looking old before your time. Mm. I could use some sexing up. Some diseases, some cancers, all this <laughs> stuff, unsexy. And I started thinking, what are ways to sex it up? And then I'm like, ah, I don't know. <clears throat> I was doing this research while I was eating lunch. Uh huh. And there's like a, a little Korean deli near my work. Mm-hmm. There's I, a lot of Korean delis. There's a lot of work. Korean delis. But uh, this one in particular, I get food at a lot. And I was eating an eel bowl and a, uh, a thing of kimchi. Mm. And I looked it up. I'm like, kimchi, not a very sexy food. I'm going to look up some stuff. Kimchi, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Promotes digestion, so it, it yeah. helps with the with the gassy folks, with the bloated folks, with the constipated folks. It regulates cholesterol, mm-hmm. lowers your cholesterol, so it helps with the cholesteroids. The what? The cholesteroids. The what? It's got antioxidant <laughs> properties. Antioxidant. Antioxidant. Okay. Uh-huh. Antioxidant will do. <laughs> Uh, it treats atopic dermatitis, clears up rashes on folks. It uh, causes weight loss on people. It changes the way you uh, process fat. It uh, boosts your immune system and can be used for a cure for a lot of things and prevents colds and flus. has anti-aging properties, high in vitamin C and A. And it prevents cancer. Well, okay. So the unsexy kimchi is the cure for all this unsexiness. I don't know. It seems like that makes kimchi just in its nature very sexy. Well, that's what I thought, right? How can I sex up kimchi? Because if you look at it, it doesn't look very sexy. Mm -hmm. It looks like a pile of garbage. (laughs) It's delicious. I love kimchi. Uh But it's not the prettiest thing in the Uh world. So I was thinking, like, what could we do, right? Could we have, like, Miss Kimchi contests? Mm. Uh, nah, right? Uh, you could make a, a costume that's kimchi and fishnets or something. And <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think that would do it, right? Uh-huh. How are we going to sex up the image of kimchi to make it uh, the sexy food people want to eat to keep themselves sexy. Mm-hmm. Keep them from tooting. Keep them from bloating. Keep them from cholesterolizing. 
cholesterol. Keep them from rashing it up. Yeah. Fatting it up. Yeah. Getting old before their time. Don't do it. Cancering it up. Oh. And it hit me. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. Boom. At these Korean delis uh-huh. in New York City, is it the bodegas too? Uh huh. What's the one thing you see whenever you're cashing out? Um, a cat. No, when you're at the cash register, what do you see? Money. You see money. What else do you see? Cigarettes. Oh, come on. You're not working with uh, me. Jewels. No. Not jewels. Jewels uh, the the e-cigarette. No. Uh, I'll tell you what you see. Um, take one, leave one, penny you change You do see thing. that. Well, you know, I'm everything I'm saying, you're saying you see, so just fucking tell me. That's what I'm trying to do. it. I tried to do that about 30 seconds ago, and you kept naming things. <laughs> <laughs> you see a rack of horrible, probably made in the Bronx. Uh, Erectile dysfunction pills. Right. Right. You do. Right? Uh-huh. Called whatever. Blind tiger. Yeah. Horny goat weed. Yeah. Stuff like that. Right? Suck them and fuck them. Whatever. Whatever they're called. They're probably not called that. <laughs> and that's, they, they told the, the dude who proposed that name, hey, dude, just chill out. Go for a walk. Noldenine's favorite. <laughs> so this is what you're going to do. Uh-huh. You're going to get kimchi. You're going to dry it. Uh-huh. You're going to powder it. Uh-huh. You're going to put it in capsules. Uh-huh. And you're going to put it on bodegas. Uh huh. As a male enhancement supplement, mm. right at the counter. But it doesn't. Big print. Uh huh. Kimchi male enhancement. It's going to uh. be expensive. Uh huh. And you know who's going to buy it? Who? Almost nobody. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get a couple of eighteen-year-old kids uh-huh. buying it. Probably the same guys who buy your horny, horny goat weed or whatever. Uh huh. But what it's going to do is people are going to see it and they're going to start making the association of kimchi puts the lead in the pencil. Okay. Right? Why would I buy this $20 pill Mm -hmm. when one one, uh, row over, there's a $5 jar of kimchi, a whole jar of it, Uh and it's delicious. And kimchi sales are going to start going for the roof. And the reason you don't care that uh-huh. nobody is buying your pills that you've made and packaged and put on the on the counters of every bodega, bodega, deli, uh huh, in the city is because is because you're not selling a product. You're selling an advertising campaign, and this is an advertising <laughs> campaign. That you are doing for kimchi manufacturers to boost the sale of kimchi. This is like the, you know, pork the other white meat uh-huh. for kimchi. I don't think it is. It is. It's a gorilla viral. <laughs> Was pork the other white meat a gorilla viral marketing? No, that wasn't. But so this is. It's nothing like pork the other white meat. Well, it, but it Here, is. Here's it, my other a, issue with this. What? So you already, just anecdotally, just mm-hmm. our conversation. Yeah. 
you've brought up the fact that made it very clear that I couldn't even figure out what you were talking about initially when you said what's at every counter. I don't even look at that shit. You couldn't name a It'd single get in one. Your head. Yeah, you but then you started naming them. You started I named one. Them. Then you I named one crazy horny with goat them. weed, and then I made a bunch of shit up. It doesn't matter. It'll get in people's <clears throat> head. They will associate kimchi with sexual fortitude, and they will be snapping the jars off the shelves. I, I'm not. I mean, okay, it's true. Okay, that's fine if you say so. And, and if you really wanna to double dip, you make a deal with the bodega where the only kimchi that's sold in that store is the kimchi you sell. Well, I would imagine you'd have to do that. No, are you getting paid by kimchi you, by big kimchi? You for could this? get. And my initial th- theory. How are you making money off? My of initial this? theory was you're, you're doing you're, an advertising <clears throat> campaign for big kimchi like. Pork is the white meat. Wasn't for right. so Tyson you are, pork. You're working it was for, for big kimchi. For big kimchi. <laughs> big kimchi. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Dude, that is money. That is brilliant. That is subversive, and it is sexy. <laughs> it is sexy kimchi. <clears throat> I can't actually agree with Take any. It. To the bank. I can't agree with any of your final Take statements. Take that stank <laughs> to the bank. Take that stank to the bank. That uh-huh. should be the marketing campaign. Sure. Take that stank to the bank. Yeah. Kimchi. Yeah. Boing, 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 boing. Nothing's funnier than using the boing for an erection. Sure. It's great. Do you do that? Do you like do the thing where you like pull down your your little tidy whities uh-huh. and your wiener comes out and you just go boing <laughs> to whatever when your lady's there? <laughs> That's great. Well, so I did a similar thing to you. I said, "What needs to be sexed up? Yeah, what needs to be sexed up, and what's going to make by sexing it up? Are you actually going to make life better mm-hmm. for people and things?" Mm-hmm. And so I went through a bunch of different. You know stuff. Yeah, and I was trying to think of like <clears throat> how what I was trying to think sort of like I was reading about how there are all these great blue collar jobs that you can make a good living at that people actually aren't doing because they think they're gross. That there's actually a dearth of employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh. uh not Roto-Rooter specifically, but people who clean out septic tanks. Yeah. People who clean out uh, 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 waste lines. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money in that. I mean, if you own your own business, you can make potentially millions of dollars a year. And even working for it, you can make 60 to 70 grand a year. It's yeah. a skilled position that you don't necessarily need a, a, above a high school education for. Uh, you just got to do a shitty job, mm-hmm. literally. So I was thinking, like, you know, maybe sexy septic tank cleaner. Okay. But I was sort of like, how does that work, really? Like, you're going to be 90% exposed, crawling around in some piles of shit. That seems dangerous, right? I was going through all these things. You know, you don't really see sexy plumber or, you know, sexy whatever. Pick your your creepy blue-collar, sexy porta potty guy. But they're all kind of dangerous. You need to be, like, well-clothed to do that. Uh Uh-huh. And then it struck me. When is a time in your life where had there been, if you were a guy 
a super sexy lady. Yeah. Or if you're a lady or, you know, into what, whatever, a, your pro- right, whatever your your proclivities are. Yeah. A super sexy person that you would be attracted to uh, uh, would definitely be a draw for you. Yeah. And I was thinking that it would be like your teenage years. Okay. High school. Yeah. Grade school, right? right? Like, I mean, how many times when, you know, there was the hot teacher, people would be like, oh, Miss So-and-So, and everyone sure. would sort of run and take a look, yeah. and everyone, all the guys were like all sort of jazzed up and yeah. boing, exactly. And then I thought about, you know, Deb's mom okay. was a lunch lady. Okay. And uh, she was sort of in the last line of lunch ladies where they used to actually cook the food. Where it wasn't like they were getting like trays of of shit that they were just brought in to reheat mm-hmm. and then thrown through. And then I thought about how you know kids aren't eating well as teenagers; they're yeah. eating garbage. They mm-hmm. eat garbage in the lunchroom. Most of them don't even eat in the lunchroom because the food's so shit. And they go out and they eat outside. And there's always been that division between the kids who sort of had to eat in the lunchroom, who were uncool or poor or whatever it may be, and the kids who could afford to buy their own lunch. Yeah. Right? And it created, would create a division. And I thought to myself, that's it. Sexy lunch lady. Okay. You have some hotsy-totsy. We'll call it like Hooters for high school. Okay. You have some hotsy-totsy models, male and female, uh-huh. showing off their wares and some tight-fitting stuff, doling out healthy, delicious food. You got kids' diets changing, uh-huh. right? You got uh, all the boys who are like, you know, pimply and eating shit. And if the, one of these ladies says, if you eat, you know, your broccoli and your your cauliflower and you stay away from that icky pizza, you may not like it as much, but boy, you're going to feel better and you're going to look really good. And I uh-huh. find that sexy. These guys are going to be like snarfing that stuff. Sure. Better than their moms going, eat your broccoli. It's good for you. Yeah. That's how you sex up food, my friend. Well, you could do a combo of that uh-huh. where they'd all go to the bodegas and see the <laughs> kimchi pills uh-huh. on the counter and be like, uh, go to the c- cafeteria and sexy cafeteria uh, persons giving them selling them kimchi. kimchi. Yeah, there you go. Big. Uh, there's nothing bigger for big kimchi than to get in the U.S. school supply. Yeah, that's industrial. That's industrial, yeah. man. That's a lot of money. That's yeah. got to be billions of dollars in big kimchi's pocket. Yeah. These kids just eating kimchi like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to mix it up, all right? We're going to combine the two. Yeah. Sexy I'll lunch lady kimchi. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that combo. Yeah, there you go. There, there you, you go, go, guys. Sexy lunch lady. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're going to make money off of it now that I think about it. Like I guess if you're, you're the person, you're, you're the outsourcing, you're, right? Yeah, you're the you're the you're the uh, uh, company. Uh, yeah, you're the company providing the sexy lunch ladies and cooking all the good food. Yeah, I guess that's the only way to do it. And and making your own kimchi on the side. Well, not on the side. It's part of your whole thing. On the sly. No, no sly. Just doing it, baby. That's right. You guys, you want to just do it, and by do it, I mean give Josh and I some money. Boing, You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, hit the sponsor link. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keep the servers humming. If you, for some reason, don't want to give us money, 
because you think that uh, it'd be better if we don't have money for our own Halloween costumes, and then we'd have to go out naked. Then you can uh, go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money goes to Josh and I. We have to go naked for Halloween. You get a tax break because talk about Radio Free Brooklyn. I know is a five hundred one c three organization. That money would go to things like uh, help uh, pay for the kids after school radio program thing we're making. If you want, you can go download the apps, iTunes, Android, whatever you got. We got an app for it. Listen to it. Get the archives. Whatever you want. Come on. You want some more money? Is that what you want? Because <laughs> we got that for you, too. Every week, we give you a topic and give you so many ways to get so many rich. Josh also scours the Internet for extra little way to get you more rich. And here's that idea right now. Take it away, Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm hitting all my game winners, Steph Curry. Yes, I'm so wide open, no hurry. Thanksgiving dinner, yes, we're roasting. Rolls Royce Phantom, and we're coasting. Put me to the test, Daniel is the best. Grinding all day, there's no need to rest. Hustle all night, feeling so right. Let your light shine, make it all bright. Write it all down, set your goals high. Reaching for the stars, you just gotta fly. Let me help you up, let me be your guide. I'ma be with you until the day I die. Don't worry about a thing, not even money. If you want it all, you gotta be hungry. When you eat the truth, you will have enough. When it comes to wealth, you will have a bunch. Let's make it happen. What you waiting for? All these opportunities banging at your door. Wisdom is everywhere. This I know for sure. Life is a joy, so let's go explore. There you go, Daniel Alley, giving you a little freestyle. You know, I got to tell you, that was so bad (laughs) that I can't even tell you what he was talking about because (laughs) all I could, I I was even like, no, I should really be listening to what he's saying. Uh And every time I'd try, all would be like, it's so bad. That's all I would think is like, this is so bad. There's the one line that always sticks with me is where he talks about, um, nah, I can't, it sort of sticks with me. It has to do with, <laughs> with eating the truth and uh-huh. then you'll be full. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Oh, boy. But, you know, there you go. Someone should dress up as a sexy, sexy Daniel Alley. Yeah, I would have done a bad job. You know, before we got going here, Josh mm. was playing a YouTube Daniel Alley clip. Uh Prime of the pump, I guess he was doing. Uh-huh. And uh we usually just these are all sound clips we listen to. So I had never seen Daniel Alley. And in my mind, he looked like the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, but more clean cut. As in Napoleon Dynamite himself. As in character. Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. Uh no, he's Guyanese. In Big good dude. shape, a, yeah. a good looking guy. Big guy. Totally a hundred percent not what I thought he looked like, though. And even hearing him again in my mind, it again went to who I always thought he looked like. I'm so wrong. Yeah, well, it's not the first time you've been wrong. <laughs> I, it might be. <laughs> nope. I can pretty much guarantee it's not the first time. You guys, write this day down. 
It's historic. I think it's the first time. It is, it is historic for being not the first time that Noel is wrong about something. I think something. it's about the first time. <laughs> you guys, sexy blank. How are we going to get rich with it? I'll tell you. So I wanted to, for the second idea, you know, kind of hit the nail a little more on the head. Uh-huh. And I looked. I was looking up, you know. Not be as out of the box as, say, sexy kimchi? Not as out of the box as sexy uh-huh. kimchi. Okay. I was like, let's, it's Halloween. Let's go, let, let's try to get closer to these sexy costumes. So I started looking up stuff about that. Uh, and... You know, there was, you know, something I saw of here's the top sexy costumes this year. Did you hear this a while ago? This is unrelated. About a month ago, I heard this got, I think, instantly shut down by like Twitter rage. Mm -hmm. Someone who I don't, I'm going to guess, never saw the show or read the book uh, had tried to sell a sexy Handmaid's Tale outfit. (laughs) It's like, dude, you need to watch that show for like five seconds and realize how bad of an idea it was. I think they were fully aware what they were doing and that they were trolling. Like, it was a joke. They thought it was fucking hysterical. I don't think so. I do. I absolutely, I 100% think that it was meant to be a joke. And as a joke, I think it's kind of funny. Like, I mean, I get that people were outraged over it because, you know, but... No, I think it was one of these big, like, costume manufacturing companies. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I, it's not that I don't have a hard time believing that they made it. Uh-huh. I just have a hard time believing that when they made it, they didn't think that that was going to be funny. Maybe. I don't know. But, oh boy, you you miscalled that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see a thing about, like, top sexy costumes, and it was like, you know, they had it by categories, and, you know, there's the typical sexy nurse. Mm-hmm. And they did have one thing that I thought was pretty funny, and it was a section of, what did they call it, like, uh, copyright safe or something like that. And it was all these costumes that are horribly named because they don't have the the copyrights uh-huh. for the for whatever character it is, right? right? So they had, like, Warrior Woman uh-huh. and, like, you know... Mikey Moose. Yeah, Metal Man uh-huh. and, you know, things like that, right? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh-huh. Uh, Tarantula Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I came across something totally unrelated in my searching. Totally unrelated. By the way, all of those costumes that you're talking about... Uh-huh. I've seen on Alibaba. Sure. Yeah. Like, that's where they all get them from. Probably, yeah. Um, so I, I saw an article, though, as I said, very unrelated, about Disney. Walt Disney World. <clears throat> and about the number of people in, spe- in, in particular that dump their ashes there. I just saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it's a real problem, right? So they actually even have a code that they call out for, which used to be uh, grandma cleanup. Meaning like if an old woman soiled herself? No, 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 no. They used to just call when no one. When oh, they the discover code used someone to be called grandma ashes. cleanup. Yeah. You have to go and clean up grandma from, and, okay, gotcha. And now it's called 
uh, HEPA cleanup, like uh-huh. the HEPA filters on your yeah. vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and that means that someone's dumped their ashes in a ride again. Do they dump them on specific rides? They dump them all over the place, uh-huh. but apparently, by far, the biggest place they dump them is the Haunted Mansion. Really? Yeah, by far. I guess because it's dark in there. Yeah. I, I guess it's dark. It's been there a long uh-huh. time. Uh, wh- where's this quote? There's a great quote this guy says about it. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, a Disneyland custodian who has a quote saying, the haunted mansion probably has so much human ashes in it that it's not even funny. <laughs> And completely unaware of how funny what he says is. I know. I know. Right? Uh, And, you know, in the article, they did remind you that a Disney spokesman said this type of behavior is strictly prohibited and unlawful. Guests who attempt to do this will be escorted off the property. And I was thinking about this. And it seems to me that this is a growing issue that's going to reach more of an epidemic uh, proportion. And the reason being... Meaning just in Disney, or are you talking about... Disney. Okay. Right? So I was thinking about this. When did Disney open? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I think it was the 50s, though. The original Disney, Disneyland. Okay, but I'm talking the Florida one. The Florida one? Uh, Disney World was like the 60s. Late 60s, though, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe, yeah. So, (coughs) like, people our age have grown up around it, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. But most of the people probably getting their ashes put in there would be, like, maybe our parents and stuff. But, right, right. So you got when but you that's think baby about it, boomers, right? Baby boomers, yeah. Yeah. So, but but you got to think about it this way, right? It didn't just open up and someone's like, "That's where my ashes are going." It's a growing problem. There were some people who were like just adult Disney fanatics when it probably opened up, and mm-hmm. they right away were like, oh, "My ashes are going to Disney," mm-hmm. right? Then, after a certain number of years. You've got people like, ah, you know, I took my grandkids there, and we had so much fun. That's where I want to be. And then a few years after that, you've got people that, like, I took my kid there, (coughs) and then I took my grandkids there, right? Mm -hmm. You're getting to the point now. You're just entering the point where people who went there themselves as just a toddler yeah and have gone back over the years it's gonna get worse yes like without a doubt yeah so i started thinking about that i initially thought maybe you know have disney do their own day of the dead where people could go and that's a great idea and dump their ashes i think that's a great idea it is a good idea but where's the money in it for me and where's the sexy well there's no sexy and, you know, unless you, you know, part, you know, part of the whole Day of the Dead thing, there's a Bacchanal aspect to it, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you could have people dressed up as sexy Minnie and Mickey doing the 
doing the heavy lifting. I don't know where the money is in it for you because yeah, this is all Disney. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you're you're. I mean, other than you're coming up with this idea, and Disney should pay you for it. Yeah. Well, that that's true. They should pay me, uh, and they will. Uh, <laughs> but but it got me thinking. Right? There's these this growing momentum of people who have Disney in their core. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not just a place to be buried. It's not just happy memories. Yeah, no. People are weird. Okay. Good There's call. a lot of people who now, the, especially the older it goes, and now people have, since they were a little kid, they went as a toddler hey, look, and I sat know, on Cinderella's lap. I know people in California. They it, went a few years later. They nestled in uh, Sleeping Beauty's bosoms. Oh, no, they didn't. And they, year after year, uh-huh. got older. And developed a Disney fetish. Uh, that's true, yeah. It is true. You yeah. know it's out there of in course, yeah. leagues of people. Uh-huh. So what are you going to do? Okay. Near Disney. <laughs> You're going to open adjacent. up a copyright safe. Uh. <laughs> Shmizhny or whatever. You know you'll call it. And it's going to be a sexy Disney. And there's going to be sexy Minnie Mouse. Uh-huh. There's going to be sexy Cinderella, sexy Beast from Beauty and the Beast, sexy everything that's copyright ripoffs. Uh-huh. I guess if people want it, they can dump their ashes there, but it's really about <sighs> raking the folks in who've grown up since a little kid, Yeah, always having a little boing when it comes to the, to the mices mm-hmm. and the ducks. I was thinking... And it's not sexy, uh-huh. but if you're going to do that, you can open up your own Disney-adjacent burial center and call it Deadneyland. Oh, that's pretty good, too. Yeah. And but it's, it's got to be sexy for this Yeah, show. well, I understand. I'm saying it's not sexy, but it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, although I think that, you know, just, again, playing off the idea of, of, of and again, not sexy, but Clearly, Disney is missing out on a golden opportunity mm-hmm. to look. The reason people want their ashes buried there or left there is because Disney is the happiest place on earth. That mm-hmm. is a copyrighted statement. And people want to be left at the happiest place on earth. Yeah. And it's like, why Disney doesn't have like a thing that you pay an extra $20 and you can put your, you know, in a little container. You can put some ashes of your dead person, and that is like the dead people area. And, you know, you pay an annual $10 a year or, uh, you know, $100 flat for not a lot of of real estate. Disney is missing out on a multi-million dollar opportunity with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why they haven't, it just doesn't make any sense that they don't do that. People would pay a fucking fortune mm-hmm. to like officially have their remains left in the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I like anything adjacent. I yeah. like anything Disney adjacent. Yeah. And it, it could even be you just open up a, a, a Disney themed strip joint. Yeah. I knew a guy who retired down to Orlando. Uh-huh. His body just to be closer to Disney World. He loved it so much. His body was covered in Disney tattoos. Oh. He had all like See, this dude would be at this whatever sexy oh, if, Disney thing. He, I don't know if he would be at the sexy Disney. Look at it, See, Millie Mouse is, with her. This is my thing with uh-huh. the sexy Disney thing, 
is I don't know if that's appealing to them because it's a little too adult. That's my only thing. I'm not saying that there aren't people that that would be appealing to. I, I think you'd have lines around the freaking block. But a lot of people, it's like, you know, a lot of those people, it's like they never want it to be sullied by adult I'm sure. things like sex. But those protests would just spread the word even further. I didn't say there would be protests. There would be. <laughs> there would be. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, we all know protests get, you know. Get the get word you at least, at least out. At least two days in the Twitter outrage. Oh, yeah. We'll get you at Trump least. Trump would tweet about you. Uh-huh, exactly. And you'd have lines. Speaking of Trump, Noel Deneen. Okay. I was thinking about what dying industry is dying because it's not sexy enough and not attracting people to it. That's a newspaper industry, my friend. <laughs> okay, all right. And I was thinking, like, well, what do newspapers need that to do to become sexier for people to want to read newspapers more? Mm-hmm. Well, they need the big stories, right? They need the stories that people aren't going to find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. They need the stories that people are going to be like, I got to read this, yeah. that are going to draw people to it, that are going to make people leap on it and be like, I'm buying that paper. Well, how do we do that in this day and age? Everyone's got the same information. Uh Usually it's bad. And I was thinking about our current president. Our current president loves women who come off as a particular type of sexy. Sure. That dude would tell them anything to impress them to get them into the sack with him. Oh, yeah. His dream woman... Is like someone that would be on like Dynasty or or Dallas. Yeah, for sure. You know, but with with faker tits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's exactly what he likes. He likes those blonde haired, all American girl kind of things. You know, but but I was thinking, so he will tell you anything you want to hear in an attempt to impress you. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking. The way the newspaper industry is going to sex it up, get their sexy stories, Mm -hmm. is by sending out sexy reporters, putting them in little skimpy outfits, really pushing up the boobs and bougieing out the hair, Mm -hmm. lots of eyelashes and lipstick, real like clown makeup on, like that kind of heavy makeup where you don't even recognize the person. Yeah. And when they get up to ask their question... You know, they're going to be the first one picked. Yeah. That he's going to be like, and you know what kind of pig that he is. Oh, yeah. You know what kind of scumbag. The minute he sees her, he's going to just pull up his pants and be just like, yeah. How'd you like a private interview back in the Oval Office? Right. And a savvy woman will be able to just pull out all in the same way that that, you know, Russian whores. We're able to pull out all that info, all, all sorts of information oh, from him. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is that the only problem is they'd have to beat their way through all the Russian spies, bombshells <laughs> surrounding him. Yeah, but all I'm saying is, you know, they'll get those stories. They'll get that information first, mm-hmm. direct from the horse's mouth. Sure, get it all on the record. Yeah, you know, and you know, there's enough Secret Service out there. If they start screaming, no, don't touch me, yeah. Secret Service is going to rush in and be like, no, Mr. President, you can't do that. It's too much scrutiny right now. You'll have to wait till you decide to give up the office. Yeah. 
Um, maybe he'll just give it up. Uh, maybe. Maybe he'll want it that bad. But that's how <laughs> your newspaper, yeah, the news, Noel's News, is going to become the sexiest, yeah, biggest selling newspaper in history. Yeah. We, you know what we need nowadays? A sexy Robert Mueller. I find Robert Mueller pretty sexy exactly <laughs> as he is. I also had an idea for sexy pet costumes okay. for your pet. Now yeah. that there's more and more like pet costumes are such a big thing yeah. and year round, why don't they make like, you know, sexy pet costumes with bustiers and mm-hmm. showing off their midriffs, yeah. pushing their bums up, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, how about sexy men's costumes? You never see those, but oh, they're out there. They're a thing. Yeah. But, you know, the problem is no one's into seeing a dad bod in a pair of boxers with a unicorn horn sticking out of the crotch. Would <laughs> <laughs> it be hilarious? It would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's a certain subsect of the gay world that I'm sure is into that. Uh, I think a lot of people do <clears throat> think that's pretty funny. But, you know, there are. There's all these, and that's essentially what they are. Uh-huh. There's some, <clears throat> you know, version of a very revealing top that's sleeveless. Uh-huh. And then boxers, boxer briefs, super tight boxer briefs. Okay. With an Im- uh, everything's got an imprintation of whatever it's supposed to be. All right. <clears throat> you know, so if it's like a police thing, your your open chested shirt with no sleeves says police. You got a little hat, and then boxer briefs that you know have a siren on your balls. Yeah. With global warming, tinier and tinier costumes are going to be a necessity as the world heats up. That's right. When it's ninety degrees in October. Yeah. You're gonna want something skimpy. Yeah. Something that wicks away the sweat. I was reading that they were saying New York, if the 2.6 degree raise, uh, temperature raise happens uh-huh. that they're predicting in 12 years or 14 years, whatever it is, uh, New York will have uh, tropical temperatures. Really? We're going to become a tropic zone. It'll be bizarre. You know what I mean? 12 years, I'm going to be 61. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to be alive. Like, I'm going to remember what it was like when New York had winter. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a whole subsect that was subsection of the city that were born and raised in the city or, you know, moved to the city uh-huh. w- prior to that, you know, period of time that didn't had really no sense of what a New York winter like a what an actual winter was in New York. Sure. Because, you know, building up to it, winter's going to dissipate. Yeah. I mean, already it's only two months out of the year, really, January and February. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy, guys. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Uh, I, well, we don't have time no. to really go into tell people how to spend their money. Nope. I don't even know if we really have, do we really have time to do any rules? Like one. Okay, you guys, it's, our ideas are great. How do you know that they're good enough to spend your money Now on? we don't anymore. Doing the intro <laughs> basically ate it up. One rule. All right, don't become a fat cat. That's right. Become a sexy, sexy cat. Kitten. That's right. Meow. Um, anyway, Noel, that was all we needed. So we're getting rich. Yeah. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Twenty. 
Granny Gwen when I came back, gonna get rich quick.